Nice catch, Colin. Way to start episode 30. 30. Heckin' cool dads. Episode 30. 30. Um, honestly, don't know. The f- I didn't even think we were going to make it to like 15, and here we are, 30, which uh, bare minimum is 30 weeks. Pretty cool. Would you bring us to drink since it's not sober October anymore? Yeah, back on my bullshit. This is a Brewdog's Lost Lager, Dry Hot Pilsner. Thought it looked interesting. A Brewdog beer I've never had before. And I like that it was a six-pack of Tall Boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like all these breweries, like Brewdog included, you know, Endeavor, uh, pretty much anything that's anywhere around here, uh, they have so many fucking beers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I wonder, do they just relabel things? You ever wonder that? Uh, a lot of times they might like tweak a, um, I know this from my brother's brewery that like sometimes like they'll do like an accident or they'll accidentally use a different ingredient or they'll tweak a recipe to try to, to mitigate something else and it'll shift in total taste. So then they'll just come up with a new beer from that. So a lot of times they're happy accidents as Bob Ross would put it. Oh yeah. So. Well, it's pretty good. It tastes like a lager. Uh, it's very like it's very clean finishing. Tastes like I expected it to taste. Yeah, it tastes exactly as I expected it to taste. This is cool. I will say on Friday night, I it took approximately two and a half beers before I was like tipsy. Really? <laughs> just after after a month off the sauce? after a month, two and a half beers, and I think by the end of the night, I was just hanging out with my with my best friend, and by the end of the night. Uh, I think I probably had eight or nine beers, and I was fucking shit hammered. Uh, today was that beer mile thing. I did. I didn't do it. Um, my wife did it. So what it is is, it's a one mile race. Okay. You start by chugging a beer. You're not allowed to shotgun it. You have to drink it through the mouth hole. Uh, so you you kill a beer. Yeah, okay. mouth hole. Because I said mouth hole. Is there what's what's the term for that on a can? Oh. I, I don't know. A fucking mouthful. Mouth <laughs> like, I feel like. Okay, mouthful works. Yeah, mouthful. So uh, you chug that bitch. You can't shotgun it. You can't do any of that. Um, and then you run a quarter mile, and then you do it again. And you have to do that before every quarter mile. So by the end of one mile, you have pounded four beers. Wow. Yeah. And hold on. Oh, I bet I, you just feel fucking gross. Before too. we go any further, let me make sure that fucking... Airplane mode is turned on in this bitch. I hear a little tick. I hear a little ticking too. Let's let me hear it again. It's it's still happening. I don't hear anymore. I got a little something. Let's see if it's this. I feel like it is this. Maybe. See, this this is the problem. Like when you have uh, when you have electronics and they're all just there's so many yeah there's too many waves going so many waves. Uh, um, last night I was. Big, hold on, hold on. Oh, you're let me, you're uh, let me just give you. I forgot. Let me, let me tell you the story. best part. She won. She did. Yeah, for for the women and her heat, she won. So it it is just doing it as fast as you can yeah. while also pounding four beers. Yeah. Oh, she and also she was fucking. I mean, she went from like zero to turn the fuck up. It, it was like it did not take long. Like when it was over, she was like hammered. Yeah. Well, I guess because I you're, mean, you're, you're talking ten minutes of just running and pounding beer. Yeah, you're getting like you're getting your endorphins just rolling. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, she was fucked up. Anyway, what were you saying? No, that's that's really funny. I I so last night I was at Big Room Bar for a show, and uh, I had a 
glass of whiskey in my hand. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and it was nothing. It was his old crow it was the well stuff. So it was, it was fine, but I'm standing there and I've got, I don't know, probably three quarters of the glass still and I'm holding it and the glass is wet and I go to shake somebody's hand and somebody bumps me at the same time and I just drop the thing and it just goes, it just explodes. Oh man. Okay. But, and that happens party yeah. foul. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not kidding you The it was like, it was like, and the entire venue at once was like, oh, oh and it was just like, all of a sudden, everybody was looking at me. Oh, man, it was it was something. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. That's right. That's that Tupac reference. <clears throat> um, So I don't know. What have you been up to this week? I guess uh, let's just I, I already told you before we started this. I almost did nothing this week. Yeah, I I I worked. Do you, do you hear it? Listen again. I do hear it now. What the fuck? How can we stop that? Oh, there we go. What? I'll just go like this. Let go of it. Maybe that just fixed it. I I let it release its energy into my body instead of the microphone. Did you just save my tablet? <laughs> did you? I think you did. Nope. Wait. Nope. Oh, that was just serendipity. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but... And the, the tablet's on... Uh, it's actually on airplane mode, so oh, it whatever. shouldn't be. Whatever. Synodized. You said it only comes in through here, not there, right? Uh, that was the case until one time it just, uh, for whatever reason, came in through there. And I, that now it's got me worried. Like, every time I hear it, I'm like, we can't we can't let that Is be. Because of this cord wrapping around? Maybe. Let's do this. We'll just keep messing with it until we figure it out. But How many podcasts have people doing troubleshooting in the middle of it? Um, only real, real motherfuckers. Only, only the real ones. Only the real ones. <laughs> Fuck that editing bullshit. Uh, yeah, I didn't do, I didn't do anything really but work and, and be angry all week. My, uh, my office location changed. Oh. So my team has been growing yeah. steadily, you know, not like, whoa, my team has been growing uh, steadily and we've just been like outgrowing our space. And so the only thing that we could do is physically change locations. Um, so we did. And it has actually – I've been pretty spoiled with my drive to work. My drive to work is like 15 minutes, like, mm-hmm. you know, to, even with traffic. And I come from the opposite side than most people come towards my location. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that reason, it's just – it's nice. Um, it kind of doubled my time. Oh. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like – it hurts me. So you're like in a different part of town? Uh. I'm over, uh, like, off Cleveland Avenue now. Oh, dang. So it's not too bad. Um, but at the same time, it like I said, because my drive was so short, just adding that extra 15 minutes. But what I'm saying time. is it's not just a different spot in the same building. You went to a totally different Yeah, I'm in a different part facility. of the company. Got it. Yeah, dude. It's Maybe it's your phone. Do something with your phone. Put your phone on airplane mode. We're troubleshooting right now. anything hold on a minute yeah what do you is it off airplane mode or on i turned i turned it off airplane mode yeah there we go because i also had i turned off wi-fi and bluetooth man you're really uh you're committed it doesn't matter. Let's just get this thing rolling. <clears throat> Let's keep it rolling, rather. 
Yeah, it's whatever. So yeah, so that's uh that's that was my fun, exciting thing. Not real stoked on it. Mm-hmm. And also uh we I say we went to the beer mile thing today and then we went out to dinner. So I finally tried this place in town called Bear Burger. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Um I got bison. Because yeah. anytime I can get bison yeah. for a burger, like that's what I'm gonna get. We actually had uh, a couple weeks ago you know Tucker, right? Mm, no. Wait, yeah, 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 band guy. Yeah, Tucker Lappy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's from Alaska, and mm. uh, he he uh, went he went home to hang out with family a couple months ago and came back with a bunch of different meats, like, like salmon and stuff like that. Yeah. But also his dad shot a moose, and uh, he came over to our house uh, a couple weeks ago, and he had uh, ground moose meat, and we made moose burgers, and dude— it's gonna, it's gonna sound a little stupid, but how do you get meat back from Alaska? They shipped it in a like one of those like uh, foam Got it. cooler boxes things. Yeah, um, but uh, it was. I just picture like meat in your carry on, <laughs> some dry ice. No, it was good though. It was like it was not. It wasn't like gamey, but it was like really like uh, buttery. Just like kind of just like melted in your mouth, and, and but it tasted really good. A uh, little bit, little bit tangy. Bullwinkle, right? Bull, <laughs> Bullwinkle is the moose. Yes, that's fucked up, dude. What's the difference? What do you mean? What do you mean it's fucked up? I'm saying like Rocky and Bullwinkle. That was like part of my childhood. Yeah, but I mean like, N- name a cow from our childhood. Uh, uh, what's the show? Uh, I'm waiting. Rocco's Modern Life. His best friend's a cow. Heifer. Oh shit! Damn, you <laughs> killed me. <laughs> Yeah, you right, you right, okay, okay, you right. And, uh, like, Foghorn Leghorn is a chicken. You still eat chicken? Is he a chicken or is he a chicken hawk? No, he's a chicken, you're right. I was trying to think, because the little thing was the chicken hawk, right, in the cartoon? Yeah. It was, like, always trying to club him. Word. Okay, so, let's talk about technology for just a half a second. Because... I have a funny follow-up, too, by the way, to a conversation we had last week. Keep going. Do you? That okay. has to do with technology. Well, <clears throat> one, I hate it. Like I'm starting to I'm starting to hate it because it's advancing so much that like it used to be like you get the new version of something or you get a new whatever and like controls were kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Everything's like kind of the same. So you have an idea going into it as long as you're good at uh, technology. But shit advances so much and so quickly now that it, like I don't know. I, I have trouble keeping up. Like I bought a new camera. And the only reason I didn't bring it to film with it today is because I sat down and started messing with it. And though I know what everything does, I don't know how to, like, work this camera brand uh, efficiently. Like, I'm not good at navigating the buttons real quick. And I'm like, man, I'm getting slow in my old age at, like, just fucking grabbing something and and fiddling with it and getting it right where I want it. I'm used to that. I think that's because I've always used, you know, I've always used either Nikon or Canon. This is the first time I'm, like, branching out and, like menus are different and like button placement is different and how it fucking just works is and different. In, in cameras the user interface is such a afterthought yeah that some engineers who were developing the camera just threw in yeah you would say that it's true because you fucking design interfaces <laughs> uh, uh yeah so yeah <clears throat> so there's that and then uh so last week when we had ben on and i was editing the podcast i was getting like these little skips in it and I couldn't figure out, I'm like, are these skips 
is this because I was recording and the skips were happening or is this my computer? But dude, I have a, I have a like pretty fucking, I have a beast of a computer. Mm -hmm. It should be completely fine on any of this. Like it runs tons of programs with complete ease. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I stopped and picked up a, a faster write speed memory card today. Um, just hoping that we wouldn't have this issue. It's the only time I've had it is with, uh, I, I see it every once in a while with three guests. And I think maybe that's because three people talking and it's recording three at the same time. I thought mm -hmm. maybe I'm having a problem there. Uh, it just feels like all of my problems lately have been some kind of technology related problem. And I'm just like, I'm fucking over it. Speaking of technology, we had a conversation last week. Uh, well, I won't even bring, I won't even tell you what the conversation was. I'll just tell you the follow up, uh, was me in a meeting this week, uh -huh. frantically, flipping through my notebook ah. looking for something i wrote down like four weeks ago you see <laughs> and i'm like i just pictured you just going yep nope idiot smh <coughs> smh yeah shaking my head um, uh does that make you want to change to any digital platform at all no, or are you just no. you're like fuck it no but it was just it was one of the it doesn't make me want to change my habits no but it was just one of those like well, he he told me so, kind of things. Like yeah. I was just like, God damn it! If he was right here, he would he would. You're you're a noble guy to come in here and tell me the story that otherwise I would have absolutely no idea about, <laughs> so that I can later somehow I'll hold it over you. Like it'll be one of the things like when I'm trying to explain why you should adopt something. Yeah. I'll be like, remember that time you were in the meeting and I was right about. Like I'll use it, <clears throat> but uh, so let's talk about. Uh, Halloween. Let's talk about trick or treating. All right. Um, was your trick or treat on Thursday on Halloween itself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it I, was, I thought it was Friday, but you're right. It was and Thursday. it was fucking brutal. Yeah, I made it. We made it four houses with Eloise. That was it. <laughs> and then she was like, "Ah, she was done. I was fucking done." I would have taken. I would have taken last year's rain drizzle yeah. over the shit. Any day. Yeah. I mean, it was like 45 mile per hour winds and it was 30 degrees outside. What were, uh, what were your kids for Halloween? Uh, the boys were Fortnite characters. Uh, I don't know. Uh, one was drift or something. One, I, I don't know. Yeah. They're Fortnite characters. And then, uh, Beatrice, uh, decided she did another one of her hybrid costumes a couple of years ago. She, uh, said that she wanted to be Anna from frozen, but a skeleton version. Okay. Like she just comes up with this rando shit. And uh this year she wanted to be there's a character in Harry Potter's fluffy three headed dog. He's like a big guard dog. Uh -huh. And he's got three heads. She wanted to be that dog. She's really in Harry Potter right now, so she wanted to be that dog, but as a Hogwarts student. So she had like the cloak and the tie, and then we got her like ears and made her into a dog, and then like cut these two heads off of stuffed animal dogs and, and see her sewed them to the shoulders yeah it's cute as shit so hayden was uh bendy from a video game it's a video game i think it's called bendy and the ink machine or something like that <laughs> uh so he was that the the dude he went out with was marshmallow nice i like full had the fucking helmet thing white outfit and hayden's costume was like all black and then it just had this white mask that was like the bendy mask so he's in an all black costume white face this dude's in an all white costume with like big, some yeah. with like black um a black mouth they and black like yin yang yeah it was it was weird because they they chose they each chose things that were like complete opposite colors they were out pretty much the whole night stopped by one time and hayden came in for something i can't remember what uh 
So he goes inside, and this poor kid is standing out there, and I'm out there trying to pass out candy, just fucking freezing. I was like, hey, man, he's taking his time, isn't he? He was like, yeah. He was fucking freezing. I could tell. I was like, you want to come, like, stand on the porch or walk inside? He's like, oh, I'll come on the porch. He got in the absolute corner where there was, like, no wind and just was freezing the whole time. I, meanwhile, Hayden's inside, like, dicking around. Uh, but neither one of them stayed out that long. They left from there. He talked him into going to his house and just hanging out for a while. And then Hayden was like, he didn't want to go back out. So Hayden went out and just hit one more piece of a street, just trying to, you know, clean up candy. Mm. But that shit went from, what, six to eight? Mm. And I'm telling you, I don't think a kid came by the house at seven. From seven to eight, not one kid came by the Hilarious. house. Yeah, I think we came home <coughs> about, uh, it was probably 20 after mm. seven. We were out there for a de- decent amount of time. Um, but uh, what? I was trying to figure out what. I did with this. Oh. Oh, weird how you touched it and then it, the sounds. I don't I'm, I've given up on that shit. Um, but uh, it was it, the funny part was there was like a whole pack of kids who all knew each other. So then there was this group of parents and we were all walking down. We were all walking down the street, like in the middle of the street, all banded together as parents complaining about how cold it was. Yeah. While this herd of kids just diagonally goes back and forth across the street. and None of them had any problems. And, uh, but yeah, that was, it was brutal. It was brutal out there. And, uh, I was so, I was that night and, and, and the following day was so fucking annoyed with my neighborhood, uh, Facebook wall because what? I, I just I find it funny because we had an issue with the neighborhood Facebook wall as well. So, so I just want to hear what you. So have. the first the first thing that was just really annoying, and uh, you can ask Jordan Holland about this because I don't because I, I went to his I went and hung out at his party on on, mm. on on Halloween and I didn't I don't think I heard him stop talking about it the whole time about how annoyed he was but everybody was like posting like. We're passing out candy at such and such and such street. We're passing out candy at such and such and such street. Like that happened like 30 times. And it's like, do they, do you want us parents to walk around with clipboards? Right. Like just turn your goddamn light on. Yeah. Like it's the international sign for we're passing out candy. Yeah. But then, so that's just annoying and stupid. But then Friday morning, I'm sitting there and at least three people posted uh, videos from their nest or ring, mm-hmm. uh, with showing kids taking too much candy out of the uh. bowls they left on the porch, and I, I, and I was and 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 I was looking at these people's profiles, you know, nope, you don't have kids, nope, you don't have kids, nope, you don't have kids, and I'm I'm also just sitting there, and it's like, well, you know. Uh, when's the next video going to come and, when, and it's going to be my kids in it. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and, and I already got a problem with the whole leaving a bowl on your porch thing. I did it. Huh? I did. It. You have kids. That's a big difference yeah, yeah. in my opinion. I, w- I wanted to see my little one. This is, this is, I'm talking about people who just are at home watching TV and just, Oh yeah. Put it out on the porch. I actually I actually prefer to sit out there. I like it. Yeah, I, well, it's it's that's what makes trick or treating fun. You get to see everybody's fun costumes. You get to meet your neighbors. You get yeah. to interact with your community. Regardless, the, I I I finally got fed up and I don't post much on there, but I finally was just like I was like I basically said like as I'm sitting here waiting for the next video, hoping and praying that it's not my kids. My my question is, what are we gaining? 
by shaming kids on the internet for being children. Like it's it if you leave a, a bowl of candy on your porch for free for children, yes, kids are going to help themselves to more than they should. Yeah. That is the nature of humanity. And this is a holiday that children look forward to because they get free candy and it's a night where it seems like rules are off. You know, yeah. that's the whole thing. So save me this like bullshit about getting so mad. Like somebody posted and like, I won't be, I won't be putting candy out anymore. And it's like, or you could interact with your community and pass candy out. Right. And, um, so it was funny. I posted this, this rant and, and I even said, forgive me. Apologies in advance for a quick rant. I just, I, I was just like, we, we can't just, we can't hold our kids to some crazy standard. Like th- this is going to happen. And, uh, and there's no reason that we need to be posting videos of the neighborhood kids on to shame them yeah. on Facebook. And uh overwhelmingly positive response, tons of likes, tons of comments, felt very vindicated. Yeah. And then this one this one motherfucker gets on there and he straight up in a in a wall of he's like, with all due respect, and then like a page and a half of comment. Yeah. And he literally said he said, what this is showing is, uh, the, the fact that we can look at videos of kids grabbing handfuls or dumping bowls in their bags. Like this, this shows the, the, that our, the moral fabric of the, our society is deteriorating. Oh, and I'm okay. like, and then he went on to say, like, we work on the honor system in our workplaces. Like if, if, you know, coffee isn't free, you don't come take a, a, a thing of coffee. And I'm like, we're not talking about office politics. We're talking about fucking Halloween. We're talking about kids that are sub-teens. Dude. Like, th- we're talking about the highlight of children's years. Yeah, like, this is their holiday. Give, like, it, at, like, at that point, it's like, I'm glad you're not participating in Halloween. So, did you, uh, you guys have a back and forth, or was that where it ended? I pushed back a little bit, and I, I, I was one of those things where it's like, it's, I'm not interested in, like, starting a argument like i would argue politics with my family member you know yeah. what i mean i'm not yeah, interested yeah. in doing that in my neighborhood but i pushed back a little bit and i said i was like i was like we're not talking about office politics so save me the moral fabric stuff dude this is, is i'm just saying that kids are kids i am a parent and i tell my kids to take one piece of candy every parent i know tells their kids to take one piece of candy but you're still standing in the dark at the street while your kid walks up to the door and grabs a fucking handful you don't know if he did or not you know what i mean and so it was just, and then he actually messaged me. Oh, he met you in the DMs? He met me in the DMs and he <laughs> was just like, I want you to know that I didn't mean to like start a thing. And I was like, I get it, dude. I'm not like, I, like, it's not that big of a deal. I just, I was trying to make a point and, uh, it's cool. We're, everything's fine. I, I think, just, I think you draw the line unless it was a, a, something bad, like they were throwing rocks at windows or something. I pretty much draw the line at posting people's kids in general. Well, yeah. Like don't, don't do that. I mean, one of them was, it was two kids that looked like they were 16 years old with hoodies on and pillowcases. Oh, yeah. That's, it's, but it's still, you post it on there and then say, well, I hope that these kids' parents are watching, are seeing this. And it's like, well, for one, I can't even tell what the kid looks like. Yeah. You're just pissed off. Like, you know, last year, uh, our ring captured some kids going in on handfuls of our bowl of candy. It was just what it was. We didn't post it. We didn't give a fuck. We actually, we, <clears throat> mainly me, I always overbuy candy and I buy the good shit because I know that when I was trick or treating as a kid, I was stoked to get, you know, the real candy. Don't fucking hand me 
dum-dums and the weird off-brand Tootsie Rolls. Like, I thank you for participating, but do not give me that. I'm sorting that out and not eating Or that. those little strawberries. That's what I'm saying. Or the yeah, strawberries or watermelons. Those are getting sorted to the pile that when I eat enough candy and I'm ready to throw candy out, they're going with it. Yeah. I'm eating the Reese's, the M&M's, the Three Musketeers, the Snicks. Snicks. The Snicks. <laughs> the Twix. The give Snickers. me some of them Snicks. Yeah. So I'm eating that shit. So this year, we I overbought again. I always buy like a big thing of like the good chocolate shit, whether it's like Reese cups, all the shit I named. Um, and then I get sour stuff too because kids are very divided. They either like the chocolate stuff or they like the sour stuff. I get both. Dude, we have a disgusting amount of candy left. I'm telling you, nobody came by and I always post a sign. It says like, Hey, we're out with our little ones. Please help yourself to two or three pieces. And literally I can look at the camera. Everyone takes one or two. We have no dickheads in our community except last year. When I don't think I specified, we had people taking just fucking handfuls. And, but, and, and, and it is annoying. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is annoying, but at the same time, it's just like they're children. Here's the thing. It's, it's only annoying to me when I post a sign that says to do it and you don't. Otherwise, I've grown to kind of expect it. If you leave an unintended bowl of candy, you're going to get kids to take a handful. Like, maybe that's me having realist expectations when I probably should think – you know what they should do, but I'm I'm a realist and I think about yeah, what they're going to do. By the exactly. way, let me stop and just say that this has gotten better the longer it's I drink delicious. it. It's actually really there's fucking a, good. There's a weediness to it. I could I could definitely drink these as just a standard everyday it beer. It 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 reminds me a lot of Hilltop. Yeah, uh, where it feels a little bit elevated above a shitty beer. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. as it goes on, I I was like I wanted to stop and say that earlier. This feels really good. I, I like this. It's good. Um, so Halloween, I uh. Got schooled by a 11-year-old girl. Um, <laughs> and let me explain. So I knew that a lot of people at my job, we were moving to the new office. A lot of those people were wearing onesies. Okay. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll pick one up. I'll get a onesie. Plus, I need something to wear around the neighborhood when we take our daughter around. Uh, onesie is like the the common, you know, parent costume because you just have to fucking zip it on, zip it off, and, like, it keeps you warm and you're done, right? There's no face paint. There's no anything. So – Onesie like footed pajamas? There was no feet. I mean onesie like it's one piece. You zip it up. It has a hood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Okay. Um, So I picked up a what I thought was a unicorn. It's like all white, very soft and fuzzy. It's got like a purpley center thing. It's got the horn. It's got what I had some wings on the back. Uh, Somebody who is a unicorn comes up and goes, oh, why are you a unicorn? And they're talking to me. And I'm like, why would I not be a unicorn? They leave and the next girl is – uh, like 11 year old girl she goes thank you for the candy she goes by the way you're an alicorn i said a what a what yeah an alicorn and i was like what do you mean when she said well you have wings like a pegasus and you have a horn like a unicorn and since you have both you're an alicorn and i said thank you i did not know that and then dude fucking moment she left i was like google i googled it like i'll be goddamn so it's a pegasus with a horn yeah or a unicorn with wings, however you want to say it. Huh. But yeah, if you have both, you're an alicorn. O L O? Uh A L I? Alicorn? Oh. Like yeah. Alicorn. Alicorn. Yeah, however you want to pronounce Weird. it. Weird. I don't know, but I said fuck. Just Weird. got schooled. Schooled by a girl. Um going back to technology for a second, I found something. Um I don't want to say I found something. I wasn't looking for anything, but I stumbled upon something that I'm interested in. So we fund this podcast just ourselves you fund all the beer like we we get no fucking donations or patreon or any of that shit right 
and like I have the hosting for the podcast. I pay for uh, Podbean. I don't know what it is a month, but it, it's something that just – we we have a small amount of money that goes into making this work, whether it's buying equipment, even this practice space. Like yeah. granted, this is a, my band's practice space. We do pay yeah. a nice amount to keep this um, and have a place, and it's it's where we, where we pod. I found this thing. Um, I think it's called Quantum Cloud. It's basically like – you are you are lending your computer or processing power to a cloud okay while you're not using your computer so in all the hours that you're not using your home computer it just kind of lends its processing power and it's not like you make a lot of money i mean you might make 10 or you know 12 bucks a, a month it's nothing but like your computer is essentially making money while you're sleeping yeah similar to like those like bitcoin mining computers and stuff that exactly people, yeah. but the pro but the thing with that is i think people build computers right. specifically to right, mine. Right, right right but that got so popular that i don't think that's even worth it anymore like the return on investment there is like it take you multiple years to pay yeah. off your computer yeah like what the fuck yeah. but yeah i thought about actually trying that have you ever uh have you ever participated in any of those things that just make you money while you sleep type shit no i wish i mean like i wish i had something like like that yeah um like I'm, just th- I was thinking about. It, I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." But then, like, my computer, my home computer is like slow, so it probably wouldn't. What is it? Is it iMac? Yeah, but it's like a 2008, 2010 iMac. I mean, it's mm. it's not it's not good. <laughs> yeah, uh, it runs like Roblox, choppy. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I guess Roblox is okay. It won't. Yeah, I mean, they they couldn't play Fortnite or anything on it. For sure. Um, I think uh, probably not tonight because I'll be getting home and it'll be late and stuff like that. But Hayden was supposed to do his second video this weekend. Uh, didn't do it because not that I'm not complaining. Like I told him, I said, if you're going to do it, you should probably be consistent and do it, you know, once a week or something like that. Um, but yesterday he like left the house. I don't even think he ate breakfast. Like he left the house literally stopped home like for two seconds we made him eat some tater tots he goes back out doesn't come home until i don't know six o'clock so it was hanging out with friends dude yeah those fucking beyblades he's like can i take my beyblades over to so So, i I forget how it's weird like as a parent you think your kid your kid goes out and just fucks off for eight hours (laughs) and you're like oh but well what about like eating lunch and stuff like that and and you know, so, like as a parent, you think you know about stuff like that. But then, right. like, gr- like now you look back, it's like no, it's just like wherever I was, it was like whoever whoever's parent your house you were at, like, hey, do you want something to eat? You know, what I mean? that's what happened. He he yeah. ate he ate some uh, pizza, so he comes home, and I'm like, or actually, I sent him a text and said, hey, come home. Um, he comes home, and I said, hey, you ready to eat? We're gonna have like a pasta with like vodka sauce and feta and whatever. Um, he's like, no, nah, I already ate. What'd you eat? He's ate pizza. Okay, but as a courtesy, you should let us know these things. You know, just because like we're gonna make food and things like that, and like we don't want to overmake food and yada yada. But that's the one thing I've been, you know, as we give the kids more freedom. You know, Row has a phone. Yeah, Miles has the gizmo thing, and as we give them more freedom that they can go, just you know, disappear. Yeah, uh, I've been trying to do. To kind of hammer in that check in with me, yeah, kind of thing. Like, I just want to know where you are, what you're doing. And they actually, they're actually pretty good about like 
calling us and asking us like, you know, I'm at such and such's house. Can I go over to this other house? Don't, you know, like he was really good about that for a couple months. And then it just like, now it's like he just disappears and he, he's working on the, we'll call him if we need him, he'll call us. If, and we got to reel that in just a little bit. I want him to go back to checking in. Cause he also used to go to one house and say, Hey, I want to go to this house. Um, he knows to, he knows to let us know if it's a new house too. Like if it's like a new house he hasn't been to before, he he does let us know that. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it's uh, just rages, rages all through the community. Yeah. He, like I said, he was out the whole night trick or treat, doing his own fucking thing. And when he uh, when he came home, he was frozen. Your your neighborhood is, I feel like, ideal for that to let your it kid is. just go trick or treat by himself. Like my neighborhood is pretty. Is a pretty closed loop too. Yeah. Um. Uh. I don't think any of my kids are ready yet. Um. I do fully expect like next year when Rowan's in seventh grade for him yeah. to just be like, all right, peace. Well, and- yeah, that's that's what happened. He he uh, immediately after getting dressed, you know, and I'm sure it's like this in your household. Somebody has to take photos of the kids. Mm-hmm. It's usually not me. It's Amy. Like the mom just takes the photos. That's just how it works. Uh, if you leave it up to me, I'm probably not going to get any fucking photos. And if I do, I'm going to get one that she doesn't like. Um, so she took some photos, and then he was just, like, ready to go, wanted to meet all his friends and go out with his squad. Not, cares nothing about hanging with us. Um, shit, I had something I was going to say, and I got lost in, lost in that. Oh, they, it's going to be different. You said you, you mentioned my uh, community being kind of a closed loop. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different. Um, they've almost finished all the like groundwork mm-hmm. at the community next to ours. And they're about to, they just, it was just a big field. It's where that barn used to be. It's all dirt now. It's all. Are your streets going to open up into that one? Yes. There's going to be that. Um, and then furthermore, behind us, they're going to start a community over there. Mm. And once they start the one behind us, that's going to connect us way over to this other community that's already there. And then, I mean, you're talking from going from closed loop to, expanding five or six fold how many houses Mm -hmm. and just streets they can get to. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting when he has a little more free reign, but luckily that's a year or two away and gives him time to kind of mature and for us to ingrain a little more Mm -hmm. discipline in there about checking in. So should be good. Um, I had a topic that I was going to talk about last week and I don't think we did, which is I'm curious what, your thoughts are on what the measurement of success is. And like, I know this could be different things, right? But let's apply this to just our adult lives. Like what is the measurement of success? Is it, is it making a certain dollar amount? Is it, uh, being able to provide and be happy in your job? Hmm. But like, what do you think if somebody says like, if you, so-and-so is successful, right? What do you just infer that as? Oh, that is, wow. That's a, it's like my gut, my gut reaction is like, oh, well, somebody who's just, who's making a bunch of money. Right. But, and I feel like that's our natural American response because that's the American dream. Uh, money for nothing, really. Yeah. Um, but to me, if I, so I would say my gut American human reaction is, oh yeah, making money. I mean, like growing up, it was like, Man, I can't wait. I hope one day I'm making forty thousand dollars a year. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Because now like I made forty thousand dollars a while ago. You know what I mean? Right. And I wouldn't be able to live on forty thousand dollars a year now. I hear it. And um but 
I think it is. I think if I to to think about it, my opinion on what true success is is where it, it, it's it's you are getting life from what you do, as well as sustenance. You know, as well as keeping you afloat, but it's also some. It's also you are also getting life and getting joy from from your so it, deal. And, and I think that we're. I think we feel the same way about this. So it, for me, gut it. I do think uh, money as well. Like if somebody, and it also depends on who says it to me. If somebody says something to me like so and so is very successful, I would think that they're very uh, maybe. They're very notable in their profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make a, a good deal of money. Um, but as time has gone on, I think when somebody says like successful, what I want it to be is because because I think at our ages, like everybody's able to provide. And if you're not, you're that's something else, you know, like that's mm-hmm. a whole other conversation. But I think for the most part, we're all able to provide. We all make decent money or at least make enough money to live the lifestyles that we feel comfortable living. Um, And for me, it's really finding a job that allows you to keep that same lifestyle, yet you also really like that job. And there's a a quality Mm -hmm. of life. There's a work-life balance. That's exactly what I'm saying. So I had a boss a long time ago tell me – well, he said two things to me. One, he said, you'll get paid what you're worth. And I was like, what the fuck does he mean by that? Like, cause I feel underpaid. And like, I had him expand on that before. He said, well, if you deserve a certain amount of money and you truly feel you deserve that money, you'll go get that money. And that's actually what pushed me to first ever start applying for other jobs. I said, you know what? I do deserve that money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get that money. Cause, cause I look up this job and the job that I'm performing, I know that the median for that job is higher than what I make. I'm going to go get that money. So I did. And I, I got the money. Um, I got a job offer that I felt was fair for that type of work, Mm -hmm. and I turned that into my current job, being able to stay there, keep my tenure, and they matched me to stay. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Uh, The same boss also told me that they're like – there's basically three parts to every job. There's your your salary, Mm -hmm. there's your title, and there's your work-life balance. And the pie is divided, you know, do you really want this title? How much? You got to give it a larger slice of the pie. You might get less money and less work life balance, but you're going to get that title. Um, and he was kind of talking about like, did you want to go into management? It's know, kind man? of that kind of that fast, cheap, good triangle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the same type of thing. And so your triangles, your your slices of the pie change based on that. I will say that I feel that I'm at the point in my life. No matter which job I take in my per, in my profession, I'll be able to provide. So I don't. I almost took money out of my pie equation and I really just look at – Because your resume is there yeah, yeah. at this point where you don't got to worry about the fact that you know that you can get a job that will pay the bills. It solicits a certain yes. amount of money, yes. right? Yes. So now it's like I am picking jobs based on two things. Do I like the work mm-hmm. and what's my work-life balance? Mm-hmm. Those are the only two things I really pick on it. I think that's the most important. Yeah. And you know, I that's something that's – work-life balance is incredibly important to me. I – it's funny. I was just talking about this the other day because I had a couple long nights this week. Mm-hmm. I, uh, on Monday night I worked after I got home from work. I worked probably another eight hours, like until three in the morning. Uh, and then on Wednesday night, uh, a, a, or was it 
yeah, Thursday night. It was a similar thing or no Wednesday night. It was a similar thing where I, it wasn't as stressful, but I was working most of the night and, you know, but it's fine. I mean, this part of the gig It's part of this business. I'm a designer. It comes with the territory. Um, but it's, it's, it's just interesting because I, it does feel like after being in this business now for 15 years, um, there is a culture of just doing it, just grinding for the sake of grinding. Yeah. And I just don't think that way. And I don't believe that way. And it's not an entitled millennial thing. I feel like it's really easy to, to blame that on entitlement to be like, well, no, I'm not fucking working 75 hours a week, you know? Yeah. And, um, but no, it's, it really comes down to is, is working 70 hours a week just to work 70 hours a week does not bring me joy. And, uh, and, um, so it's, so I have a, my, and I watched, you know, my dad is the kind of guy who works to work. And, um, it's funny because I was, this is what I was talking about earlier this week was like growing up, you know, my dad, you know, I, my dad was a, a interact, my dad's an interactive designer and I watch like I was coming of age watching him in the mid to late nineties during the internet boom. And the, and this was like the big, like the real beginning of, of fast paced interactive design. So my dad was <coughs> at the forefront of that stuff. So my dad was working 70, 80 hours a week and, uh, and, but he always seemed to enjoy it. So I was always like, he was stressed all the time, but he always seemed to enjoy it. So I always, in my mind was like, oh, my dad's a workaholic. So mm-hmm. that's how I always made it work. Oh, that's why my dad's working all the time. It's just because it's just what he feels like he's got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I got into the business and realized, no, that's just kind of the game. Everybody's like that. And, um, but, uh, what's interesting about it, is because I have a mantra. I lost my train of thought. I have I have a mantra that is, can I wait till tomorrow? If I get an email, uh, I, and I'm happy to, I keep my email on all the time. Uh, we all have phones. We all get emails. I'm happy to read emails at 10 p.m. But if it's like, no, I can deal with that tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, it, it I don't feel like I have to deal with it right now just because I can. And the other night, I was having the not the not the first night where I worked all night. Um, but, uh, uh, the second night I worked a lot was self-directed, you know, it was me, I was sitting there and we had a friend over and we were just watching TV and I got inspired. Uh, I thought of something like, Oh, what if we did it this way? And you know, that's like, those are the designer moments, you know, where it's like you have that back of the napkin idea, like, Oh shit, that's how to fix it. You know what I mean? So then I worked and then I ended up just kind of getting in a groove I put some music on and I started just designing and next thing i know three hours went by and and then i I, it dawned on me like for the first time this week again you know growing up i always thought my dad was just like a workaholic or something like that but it's like no like i understand how the shit can swallow you up because if it brings you joy if you like what you're doing and you're good at it and you have an epiphany and you just start fucking going next thing you know four hours are gone just like anything else we enjoy yep you know what i mean so I, I, it is, I can tell it's in my blood to just like er, erase my family for a few hours and just get into it. And so I have to, I feel like I do still have to fight against that because it's, it's, it's not healthy to do it all the time. But, you know, 
that night I had a great idea and the client was super stoked about it and you know like that kind of thing you know so all that to say is yeah my philosophy is just success is 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 feeling is feeling are you getting life from what you're doing yeah and a lot of people ask me am I just ranting because I feel I no feel no like I'm, just I, going. I'm I'm listening uh, um, it's a lot of people at like a lot of people like t- like say like how do you because I like I have like friends who are my age, mid thirties, who go to bed at, like nine o'clock. Dude, don't even get me started on that. I always feel like the oddball when I listen to my work. My coworkers, my coworkers are like half of them are in bed, ready, ready to go to sleep. It's nine thirty, and they're like they're winding down for the night and going no. to sleep. Dude, I'm like like that's nine, what nine thirty. I'm about to leave for the gym. Like that's when my kids go to bed, and that's when I need to give myself four to seven hours at not seven uh three to five hours after that yeah. with my wife yeah and myself and doing what i want to do uh it's it is it is rare for me to even think about being in bed before midnight uh, <clears throat> yeah you're but, one of the few people that i know that i can text around midnight and it's not weird I'll, oh yeah i'll get yeah. a text back i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. because half the time like sierra's got to work at she got to leave she's got to leave for work at like 6 30 yeah five or something like that so she usually eleven thirty. and she's like all right i gotta go to bed and then i'll play video games for another two hours and listen what to you, re- like what do you play uh well right now i'm uh i restarted grand theft grand theft auto 5 um and i'm playing through it as fast as possible i'm skipping all the cutscenes and everything like that because i the long story is like three years ago i was two-thirds of the way through the game and i lost my save file and i've just kind of left it and I've played other games and stuff like that, but just a couple weeks ago, I was like, "What if I just played it again and just I know all the missions, so I'll just skip the the things." But anyway, even if I'm not like playing something seriously, even if it's just like playing Forza Horizon and racing, yeah. Do you have like Do you have uh, the wheel and all that shit? No, no, no. Oh, okay. But that's the, that's my time for like I turn like on the Xbox to turn the Spotify app on. That's my time to like when I'll listen to records like really loud and really take them in and really you know a lot of times that happens at one in the morning you know like because I'm by myself. Everyone else is in bed. And my, you're just fucking listening to records real loud? My living room. Well, you know where my living room is. It's so yeah. far away from the rest of the house, and I can shut the, the door in the hallway upstairs. Okay. Yeah, they can hear shit up there. Huh. I, I listen to records really fucking loud at night. Dude, um, if you walk wrong in my house, it's but, loud um, uh, Let me back up, though, because what I was getting at was, like, people ask me, like, wait a minute. So you have this job. That's super stressful. You have a band. Um, you also have a side hustle where you design logos and shit for bands. Mm. Um, you also, you know, podcast. Podcast. You also have a podcast. You play video games sometimes. You are the one who cooks dinner, just because I like to cook. And uh, you, like, people keep just like ask me, like, you do all, like, and then uh, you you do most of your own car maintenance. You know, like, where do you find time to do this stuff? It's like I just don't sleep. Yeah, because this shit all gives me joy. Like, why do I have to feel like I'm like so rested and so, you know, like? Well, that's why you're the sleepiest dad. That's why I'm the sleepiest dad, man. Because who gives a fuck? Like, uh, like I've had I, I I had kids 11 years ago now, and I have never been like rested since then. <laughs> and I could I could not do side hustle design. I could not play in a band. I also have other music projects that I pursue at home by myself that I'm in the middle of working on. And um and 
but it's like I could not do all that stuff and I'll still be just as tired because I have fucking kids. Like, what's the difference? Who so gives a shit? The I want to say it's the most recent tattoo. I've only, I haven't been tattooed in a year. Yeah, now. I haven't been tattooed in like four years. So. Uh, we should go get tattooed soon, both of us. Um, let's just do it. Let's pod while getting tattooed. I'm trying to get that Akira tattoo from Dave Tevinall that he said that he might give me. He'd be all about it. So uh, The last tattoo I got, I, th- I want to say, is this one from Chad Linger. Which it's, is exactly it, what we're talking about. It's burning the candle at both ends. Yep. Yeah. That is, uh, that's exactly why I got that. Because <clears throat> honestly, like. Sleep when I'm fucking dead. Uh, what the? F- Hold on. You're Sorry. About to, you know you're you're bringing me into uh, what's that fucking band? Bring me the horizon. I don't. Are they the about ones? Uh, they have a a song. It's like, do I butcher the lyrics? Something like, "We will never sleep because sleep is for the weak." No, we will never rest till we're all fucking dead. Fuck it. That's how I feel. Yeah. I don't. I don't need sleep. Uh, I need sleep like once a week. Once a week, I fucking power down at like 9.30 and I sleep all the way through until the next morning. And it's on the couch. I don't move. If I can get if I can get at least four hours, I'm fine. I mean, that's what it comes out. Like if well, I, I th- you know, I actually heard a long time ago, and I should probably just use one of the thousand internet devices uh, to look this shit up. But I think our body sleeps in cycles of three, which means it's best to get three, six, or nine hours of sleep. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's factual, but that's what I've heard. So I've I've always worked off that. Like I'm cool. I literally am cool with three hours. I mean, I might need a, a quick nap later, but three hours is good. Six hours is fucking perfect. I was anything it, over that, and I'm tired. when the school when the school year started. I was really stoked about the idea of like I got to take Rona to school at seven, and then I don't have to take the ki- other kids to school until eight fifteen. So I have this hour to like have coffee and and yeah. start my day, and that lasted like three days, and now like. I take Rowan to school, we get home, and I set my alarm and lay down on the couch and mm. sleep for another 45 minutes. Well, with Hayden uh, riding the bus now, it's it's awesome. <laughs> like, the I, the only responsibility I have is take Eloise across the street and uh, just leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, or come back, sit there and casually drink coffee. But now that my office commute has doubled, um, I still need to be there. I need, I need to try to be there by 9 every day because I have uh, – I have meetings every day at nine mm-hmm. um, with my offshore team. So like I have a very limited amount of time yeah. with them each morning. Um, they're, oh, uh, the band Nothing, uh-huh. they have uh, not the last record, but the record before that came with like the LP came with a fold out poster of a bunch of stick and poke tattoo flash. So just like shitty drawings that had to do with lyrics and stuff on the record. Yeah, that's kind of tight. And there is one on there that uh, I want to get sometime. It would take a tattoo artist like three minutes. You want me to do it? Yeah, um, but it's just <laughs> you know I tattooed Amy. It's just a little coffin. Oh, thanks. and it just on on the coffin just says tired. I mean, that's amazing. That's good. I, I, I've, I've actually seen several like dead tired uh, tattoos similar to that. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, did I did I ever tell you that? Did I tattoo Amy? No. Yeah. What did you tattoo? Uh, a puzzle piece. Oh, symbolic, right? Because we fit together like puzzle pieces. Oh, oh. And oh. not just because I have a wiener and she has a vagina. Do you have a puzzle piece tattoo? No. She. That's the whole fucking thing. Is okay. We go out. We're hammered, and we run into a tattoo artist. It's Dave, and Dave goes, "So, uh, which one of you is tattooing the other tonight?" And I was like, fuck yeah, let her tattoo me. I was like, already, right? So <clears throat> we get everything set up, and she chickens out. She doesn't want to tattoo me. 
And I said, well, fuck it. I'll tattoo you. <laughs> like, give me a spot. So I drew a little puzzle piece and then, uh, you know, made it into a little interesting thing. And then I, I did it. And it's then on I, her leg. It's like way up here on her, like, you know, it's hidden in case it was garbage. And then, uh, it was, I mean, it was clearly garbage. And then Dave like went back over it and like fixed it up. So like the end result looks tight. Mm. Um, looks the best it could after I had my hand at it. And then, so the fucking same exact thing happened like a month later, but we were with Kyle and Kyle goes, you can tattoo me. I was like, fuck yeah, my second one. So that one was bad. What'd you tattoo on him? Uh, I did a Chinese food box with chopsticks crossing. So it was like a skull and crossbones. <laughs> but so I drew this tiny little food box, like the one with the flaps and yeah, shit, yeah, like yeah. the traditional to go box. And then I was like, oh, this will be cool. I'll put chopsticks like this and it'll be like a skull and crossbones, but Chinese food. Because, dude, Kyle used to fuck Chinese food up. I'm telling you. That's why. So I was thinking, like, what could I tattoo that's symbolic? Got it. Chinese food. So I started that one. Dude, my hand was so, like, cramped up. I couldn't even, like, I couldn't even connect lines. It was bad. And then I finally, I just gave up. I was like, look, I'm done. I wasn't even done with it. So Dave, again, went over that one. Um, but there really wasn't any saving that one. Hmm. That one was bad. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then he, he, he told Kyle, he's like, uh, someday I'll cover that for you. I, I've thought about it. Like if I would tattoo a friend, if they let me, uh, you can tattoo me. No, nah, I don't know. You know what you should do? You should do like the HCDP. Heckin' cool. Da- yeah. You should do the HCDP with the fucking X. <laughs> let me do one on you and you do one on me. Just like a little, that's it. That's what we need to do. Oh, man. No, no style, no anything. Just a very like, you know, like aerial yeah. bold font, like HCDP yeah. with the X. We can do it. Colin, I'm going to arrange this. All right. We'll see. No, it's not. We'll see. Like, I'm actually going to arrange this. I might even have it arranged by the time we get finished setting up tonight. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Um, you know something else I was – I'm going to go back to Halloween just for a second because I thought of something. Um, as I'm driving around, one thing that is severely lacking from my childhood that I don't see anymore in relation to Halloween – is smashed pumpkins. Is that still a thing in your neighborhood? Uh, it is in my yard because post-Halloween, my kids thought it'd be fucking funny to smash all their pumpkins. So there's a bunch of pumpkin chunks all over my front yard. But no, it's not a thing I've seen. Yeah. I, I like when I drive around and I see these pumpkins, I see these big, glorious orange bitches. And I'm like, they would have never survived in the South End. Those would not have made it one night. Like, I remember... Growing up in the South End, I'd I'd ride my bike around and it would just be, you know, pumpkin carcass all over the street, everywhere. I mean, like, it was such a thing that there's a band named after Smashing Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Billy Pumpkin. Um Oh, that's something else. That reminded me. Did you see that Rage Against the Machine is coming back? Yeah. Twenty twenty? Yeah. Any f- thoughts or feelings on that? I think it's cool. Uh my Every, it's funny that everybody is like, wait, you went back to Halloween for a second. Yeah. Just we're done with the pumpkin thing. Yeah. I just it's wanted just to say like, anymore. it's just a thing. No, like, I agree. You, I never, I've never, and I have never seen it in my neighborhood. There are no smashed pumpkins. And it just, it's just crazy. Cause I like, think we see a lot less of vandalist vandalism stuff. Like you think in general, or know, is that it, just the areas we it, live? Maybe, but I mean like we both live in the suburbs and do you see people like with teepeed houses all the time? 
No, but I should. Like, I, I, I almost wouldn't be mad. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, no, it's not. I mean, like, growing up, like, my f- circle of, my group of friends, we did that shit for fun almost every weekend. Or egg houses. We never egged. See, that was the thing. We always tried to stay away from, like, stuff that, like, was, uh, like really hard to clean up like uh you were like more mischievous less like vandalism. yeah because it because tping was all about like fucking with people you know what i mean yeah. and there was like one kid he was an asshole and we used to tp his house like <laughs> three times a month not bad just enough to say fuck you man yeah you know this kid from school and uh uh but uh we did we did some but we did and our parents would buy us toilet paper and stuff like that because they knew what was going down yeah because our parents were like no this is good clean fun yeah, our kids aren't is. doing drugs yeah. like that was the whole thing it's like our kids aren't getting into bad shit they're just fucking with their friends and uh we we did some pretty we did some pretty heavy dude like one one house i think we got 150 rolls i mean it was, <laughs> it was my friend's girlfriend we fucked that shit how, up how long that's that's crazy to me because you 150 rolls that's bare minimum 150 throws how long and how many people do you got to have out uh, there we had a group of six people we all had backpacks full of toilet paper we got pulled over before it happened we were we were uh like the next neighborhood over we get pulled over cop comes by and he like looks in the car and he goes he goes see you guys got a lot of toilet paper what are you guys doing and we're like uh we had to go to the bathroom really bad oh come on and he's like you doing some tp in tonight and we were like, uh, and he goes, it's best that you get out of this neighborhood. And then we went and TP'd this girl, like in the next neighborhood over. And, um, but you know, it, it's, it, it was all good fun. We, I, one time we, the, the kid that we used to TP all the time, we, we, uh, fucking did other shit too. We like, uh, got a bunch of frozen berries and threw them all over his driveway. So they would like streak down as they defrosted, uh, um, we, we put instant mashed potatoes in his front yard. So like the dew would come and then it would, they would start to like fluff up. Here, here's the thing. All of this, I know you keep saying this dude's yard, but it was really his parents' yard. Yeah, no, do it you, was totally, no. So one time somebody fucked with him really bad. I have another, I have one other funny one that not, not this kid, but, but sometimes some kid fucked with him, his older brother really bad, really bad. Like, Put shaving cream all over his hood of his car, wrapped it in cellophane, and that takes paint off. Yeah. And it was a rental car. Ooh. And, uh, uh, can you, I assume, uh, uh, you, you know who the number one suspects were. Uh, the next day they were interrogating people at school in the principal's office and we were the, my group of friends was the first ones. We were like, we honestly, we are right, oh, oh, right out of the gate. We're like, no, yeah, we fuck with this house all the time. We did not do that shit. We do not do permanent damage shit. Like, th- well, that is not our thing. Like we got out of it. It was yeah. fine. But, um, they find out who did it. I don't, I think it was like it's one of his buddies or something like that. Um, but, uh, one time though, we got this girl. Dude, my friend, his dad was a doctor. So he went that day to his doctor's office and he, we had a whole van, like a minivan full of, of garbage bags full of shredded documents. And we made it look like it snowed a foot on this girl's front yard. Jesus. Can you imagine picking up shredded paper off of your front <clears throat> yard? Oh my God. It, it was awesome. Now, <laughs> it was awesome. Nowadays, I think I'd, uh, you know, the thing that sucks up leaves. I'd probably get that. 
Yeah, but just imagine like dew coming in the morning and like little itty bitty bits of yeah, it. Yeah, that's kind of just. That's bad. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we we used to go crazy on that shit. We used to get things that would uh, turn watercolors and like throw it in people's pools and shit like that, and like turn all the fucking water like green and shit like that. Um, I've I've egged a few houses in my day, uh, mainly for people we knew. You know, it was like fucking with your friends. We've we've, we've put ketchup and mustard packets underneath people's windshield wipers. Oh shit! You slid them open a little bit. Yeah. Or you, or you, so they don't even see it. You just like squirt it along, right along the edge of the windshield wiper. And Put it up t- under the, the handle. So when they reach under the handle, you get shit on it. We used to do that. Um, we also used to do the classic, like take uh saran wrap and do it on the toilet bowl, but under the seat. So when they open the seat and sit down or start pissing or something with the seat, it's just like, <clears throat> uh, one time I remember it was in, was, I don't know little after high school, I was back up in Michigan going to a show and it was under oath and Copeland, the emo band. Oh, I love Copeland. They were on tour together because they were good friends from Florida. And, uh, this was, this was under oath was, wasn't quite huge yet, mm-hmm. but this was, they were on their way there and those guys are really good friends. So they would fuck with each other all the time. And this was Grand Rapids, Michigan in the dead of fucking winter. It was like 15 degrees outside and, uh, under oath, I remember put shit all over the handles and locks on Copeland's van and then like the biting wind, it just froze solid. <laughs> and I just remember that night that band, the Copeland was like legitimately super, super angry with them for doing that. Yeah. Man. You know, I have a Copeland tattoo. You do? Yeah. So my wife and I got coffee cup tattoos, uh, both of us from Phil D. Um, so we got like real traditional pattern coffee cups and – it says, if it's not too late for coffee, I'll be at your place in 10. There we go. And she got half the lyrics. I got half the lyrics. So Aww. it's somewhere around here. It's not this leg. This leg's all covered with Japanese stuff. So I think it's I think it's this one. Yeah, I think it's right there. Is that it? Oh, yep. What's, what the fuck does mine say? <laughs> yeah, I got, I'll be at your place in 10. So she got the first half of the lyrics. Yeah. Love Copa. Um, ooh, let's see. What are we at? A little over an hour. A little over an hour. How do you see that? Can you see it up there? Mm-hmm. Man, you got good eyesight. Damn. You can't see shit. Okay. It's okay. What do you mean it's okay? My eyesight is okay, but I can see that. Well, if yours is just okay, then mine is fucking <laughs> trash. Because I, all I can see is that that red light's blinking. Uh, um, I got a rant about something. Uh, shifting gears. But okay. um, this could be shifting. a trivial thing that bothers me, but it's not trivial. It is trivial, but it's not. So I went to a show last night and I uh, saw this doom band called Fister. Um, yeah, wild name. Um, uh, everybody I know with Fister shirts like only wears them sometimes. Um, but uh, they they were the ones I was talking about put out a uh, covers record recently and they like covered Metallica's for Who oh, the yeah, Bell yeah, Tolls. Yeah. But it was like way slower. Yeah, they played that and they played their cover of Slayer's Mandatory Suicide. I don't think I've ever wanted to mosh during a Doom band before, but holy shit, that was so fucking hard. Anyway. Well, did you mosh? No, but it was so fucking hard. Uh, but the point I was getting at was that band, they were on tour and they had to cut their set two songs short because the venue had a curfew and because one of the locals who will remain nameless 
might or might not practice here in this building, uh, literally was on stage for almost an hour setting up, playing a set that was too long, tearing down Mm. all on stage. And my whole, uh, and uh, that's why I'm going to rant for a second. It's not even that much of a rant. It's just, if you are in a band, I don't care how local you are. Can we just like, why isn't it, why isn't it like rule number one to, to, Set up and tear down off stage. Why is this so hard? Why is it rule? Why isn't rule number two? Keep your set to five songs in twenty minutes if you're an opening band. Like why? Why aren't these like just rules that we all just know? Well, they are. <laughs> they, they are. Like when you say we all, I'm assuming you're including seasoned seasoned band musicians. Yes. Yeah, they are. The the uh, I don't even really know the guys in this band. That was a rolly. No, uh, a rolly. You know, like when the you get that thing that just rolls up. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's not a burp. It just makes noise on Um, the way up. I don't know. I don't really know the guys, so I'm not like trying to talk a bunch of shit. But they are. Their guys have been around. They are guys who should know better. So that's part of the beauty about playing the Kemper. Is off stage, I set my cab down. I take off the front and back panel of my road case. I plug in one thing, and when I get up there, I plug in the second thing, and then I I fucking turn on two switches, and I'm done. Like, yeah. my entire rig is set up. I don't need to adjust anything. If I have to adjust volume, I adjust the volume knob, mm-hmm. and it's got, like, a volume knob that even though per bank there's, like, five or six rigs, it is a master volume that adjusts all of them evenly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe it's because I played like, if I were to guess, like 700 shows in my life or something like that. But it's like, even if I do have to set up and tear down on stage, like learn how to do it fast. Oh, yeah. Like, that, I mean, uh, our drummer, even he will set up all his shit. I mean, 100 percent set up off stage. Yep. And he's ready to go. He tunes it all. He does all his shit. And then we just and that's why he moved to stands. Because we collectively, as a team, just grab everything, move it up there. Yep. He stays up there, and we start setting things down while he's already sitting on the throne positioning it. Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, we're efficient as fuck. Yeah, Wes we, is the same way. Yeah, we can be set up in five minutes. Yeah, Wes, uh, like, Wes always sets his drums up like two or three bands before we go on. Yep. Always. Yeah, it's uh, it fucking drives me crazy. I also like the fact that you said uh, 20 minutes or five songs, and I'm like, dude, you're you're talking about a Doom band. Like, each song is like... 11 minutes long. Oh, well, this band wasn't a doom band. Uh, so, um, got it. Rock band. I, I don't want to keep that. No, wanna... no, no, no. I, I see. I know where you're going. I think I feel if this were a game of guess who I would guess. And yeah. I feel like I would be right. But, um, but yeah, uh, it, it was frustrating to me to know that this band that was on tour was only able to play like four songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Each song was 48 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was pretty, <laughs> It was it was heavy. I'll tell you, I'll say that much. Um, speaking of music, have you been listening to anything new? Oh, Westside Gun put out a new mixtape on Friday. Hitler wears Hermes Seven. Yep. And he he said when he released it that he feels like it's his best stuff, and it is really fucking good. I have not got through all of it yet. And Earl Sweatshirt put out a new seven song EP that you could tell that he's 
he said it. He's like, it's nice not it's nice doing it independently now because he's off a label, and he could tell that he's doing whatever the fuck he wants to do because he's a little weird. I haven't really given myself. I was really drunk the other night when I listened to it though, so I didn't listen. To, I haven't listened to anything. <clears throat> uh, that being said, I don't. I never really listened to Earl Sweatshirt. Like I, I've caught it just a couple songs here and there, and a couple things that he's been featured on. For the most part, I wasn't really into it, so I might actually like this uh, weird EP. Yeah, maybe. But that West Side Gun record is. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like Griselda has sent has set a precedent now that it's like you know what it sounds like. It's just doom, yeah, doom, 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 and then and then awesome lyrics. Except for that, uh, except for that one Conway trap song. Yeah, which by the way is still my favorite fucking record off of that. I love it because for me, like, yeah, I like boom bap rap. Like that's cool and shit. I like lyricism. Uh, I like that New York sound. But I really, really, really like that, you know. Just big-ass trap just beats. Just trap beats. Yeah. I can fucking, I get down with trap beats. So I love when lyricists and lyrical people get on trap beats. That's where it gets me. Interesting thing, a couple other new things that came out. on. Uh, so Vince Staples released episode two Which, of. I like Vince Staples. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Vince Staples released episode two of the Vince Staples show, which are these five minute short films that feature a new song. Mm. And, uh, this one, I watched it last night and he like kind of sings a little bit and does like a, like a auto tune kind of thing. And I liked it. It was, it was totally different from what I was expecting. But then on the flip side, the, the, uh, Frank Ocean released a new song. Frank Ocean's like one of my favorite artists. Yeah. And I think you said that before. He released a new song yesterday and he fucking raps in it. Really? <laughs> like I haven't heard him rap in like six or seven years. Like it's crazy. Okay. This, this shows my ignorance to Frank Ocean, but. I had no idea he rapped ever. Uh, he did some bars with all, when when it was like on Odd Future Records and stuff back in the day. Really? Yeah. Damn. You have to you have to link me to that. And if you listen, I mean, if you can listen to Blonde or Channel Orange, and there's parts, there's little parts in there where he'll throw some rap yeah. lines. But he, like this new song has like entire rap verse. So. Yeah, I I also like uh, I I like singers who almost rap too, like the like the you know instead of saying R and B like rhythm and ghetto. Like I, rhythm and G, right? R and G. Like I like some of that shit too. Like I liked when, uh, like Pleasure P, when he came out, I was really feeling him. Um, I don't know shit that he did after that first album. And then what's? There's another guy, Kentucky guy. Damn it! What is his name? I'm gonna draw a blank now. Uh, Bryson Tiller. Oh yeah, that oh, guy. That Trap Soul record's really good, dude. I fucking love that dude. Yeah, I really like that. And I, then hold on, there's another guy. Um Oh god, what is his name? Something with an A. Man, Bryson Tiller. He he hit really hard. He was like he had like three singles that were like all over the radio yeah. for like two months. But then also I think he had a bunch of like uh mental health issues. Uh uh-huh. and like fell off. And I actually think his quick rise to success maybe contribute to all that. And then he kind of fell off a little bit. You know who's a, a lyrical rapper, lyrical trap rapper who also sings a little bit sometimes is Kevin Gates. Oh, fuck. I love Kevin Gates. But I also feel like that dude puts out way too much music to the point where it's like all kind of sounds the same to me. Yeah, he's, it's like he's focus got his on, thing. He's focus got his on thing. the hooks. Like – 
two phones was stuck in everyone's head for a whole year. Oh, yeah. Do those. Focus on that. You know what I mean? But I also think when he puts out his mixtapes, he, he doesn't like really focus on hooks like that. Yeah. Like his mixtapes are just like him rapping. If you listen, if you heard that song with, that he did with Juicy J, yeah. let me see, let me yeah. see, let me see your he, bankroll. And also when, when he raps, I believe what he says. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's like, I, I should fucking look into it to see like, oh, is he a real guy or is he not? But when he raps, I believe him. I don't know why. Like there's just certain people when they say shit, I fucking believe him. Yeah. He's one and T.I. was always one. Yeah. T.I. was always a guy that like, no matter what the fuck he was saying, I was kind of like, I believe him. I feel like he's like a low key, like, you know, he's got, he still has like serious pull in the hood type shit. Mm-hmm. Same with Jeezy, but Jeezy's like five three no, I'm, I'm serious you know i learned uh just like a couple months ago i always like in my mind schoolboy q was always like a big dude yeah he's like five four five, isn't that five. fucking crazy so like weird. it's crazy the way you see people on tv and like you just you just assume they're i don't know I, in personas personas matter like if they have a large persona especially like schoolboy q was like like the thug from the black hippie family you know what i mean yeah. like like he was he's the cripping fucking you know hard yeah and that was that's his whole persona and then he's just like a little guy yeah so funny what you ever uh you ever get curious about some of these people who blow up online uh and uh like you remember like the cash me outside girl <laughs> yeah okay you know she's got a rap career now oh yeah bad baby <laughs> bad baby uh uh-huh. and then there's dude isn't it like b h a d like bad? yeah bahad <laughs> bahad behavior yeah uh i get i get so curious about these people but because of all the fucking random youtubes i or youtubes i follow like whether it's like adam 22 or like uh the no jumper stuff um or dj academics or any of these like vlad tv like all these hip hop youtubes i i follow I stay up to date on people that I honestly don't give a fuck about, but like I have so much useless not or useless uh, knowledge about people and what the fuck they're doing. Are you familiar with that um, online persona, uh, Whoa Vicky? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's a white girl who I don't really know her story. I mean, I think she like grew up hood or something, and like she is. If I had to pick one person to be the poster child for, like, cultural appropriation, I feel like it's her. Well, her and that bad baby girl got in a fight. Act twice. I think this is, like, the second fight they got in. And, like, every one of the YouTubes I follow is talking about it right now. And I just do not give a fuck. Oh, man. That made me think of something. But, uh... Uh, cultural appropriation made yeah. me think of something. So, went to the show last night, and it was a Halloween-ish show. So there was a costume contest. So yeah. I would say maybe. What is today? Today's like the third. Or today, yesterday today's was a, a. Today's the third. So it was the second. Yeah. Right. Um. And which is fine. A, a lot of people do Halloween shows the weekend around Halloween. But it's fine. Uh. And there was you know there was actually like a whole pack of people who were dressed as Bud Light. They were all like wearing all blue and like blue wigs and they had like crispy boys. <laughs> but um, uh, there was also a guy who went all out slash and it was perfect. It was a great costume. Um, but the first band that played last night, uh, they were called um, Suffering Praying Hands and uh, local band um, 
Tom Butler plays guitar. He's like one of the main DJs on CD 101. Uh, and they, it's kind of like a dark, folky, kind of like Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, but a little old timey. Like they had mandolins and, 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 um, uh, banjo and stuff like that. And, and they, but they were, since it was a Halloween show, they were all dressed like, like Amish or Mennonites, like uh, the flat hats and like, and like, and, and the girl in the band, she had like, a uh, you know, like one of those bonnets and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was sitting outside, my friend was smoking and we're sitting outside talking and she's this, this girl, the Amish outfit. She said she overheard somebody talking shit about them. Like it's a, it's a culture, not a costume. Hmm. They were dressed as Amish people and people were like ready to cancel them for it. And I, uh, like, you mean pause them? <clears throat> are you fucking pause? <laughs> Pause culture. Yeah. That makes way more sense. But did it, I said that last time. I you said, there, I, said yeah, I said, I said there needs to be a new term because a lot of people I hear, uh, are canceled and then they just fucking skate by and everything's fine. It yeah. was just like they glazed over and like, did they really get canceled or but did I, they get paused? But because you dressed Amish, come on. Yeah. Seriously. I'd have been like, I'd have been like, this isn't Amish. This is, I'm from the hands made, handmade tale. Oh my God. Handmaid's tale. Uh, That's what uh, it? Yeah. Handmaid's tale. <laughs> They got bonnets on in that shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of canceled, fucking my favorite brewery in the world, Founders Brewing, uh, has you, been wait, canceled. You, you talked about it last time. Oh, I did. Yeah, that's actually – I think this was all part of the same uh, – I forget what I talked about. Yeah, because they're not Fuck doing themselves culture. any fucking favors, yeah, fuck right? It. Yeah. They didn't handle it very well in the, in the press. Yeah. All right. So trivial things that bother us? Sure. Yeah. yeah, we're at a good time. We're yeah, so mine is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but l- let me explain because uh, she'll listen to this too. Mine is her her optimism for how long it takes her to do anything. Oh. Yeah, so... We are trying to get ready to go to that beer mile thing today. You have a question? Nope. Go on. We're trying to get ready to go to that beer mile thing today. Uh, I get up with the kid. I said, hey, you know, knowing that she had to run and chug four beers, I said, hey, do you want to sleep in a little bit? She said, 15, 20 minutes. I said, okay, cool. I go downstairs. uh, About that 20-minute mark, I make coffee. 25 or 30 minutes, I go upstairs. I wake her up. Um, we have to leave the house. Her like running time was like at the time we thought 1030. So I, you know, we checked the time that it took to get there, um, allowing for a little bit of buffer and the fact that I wanted to get coffee on the way, knowing that I'd be standing outside in the cold. Uh, I was like, all right, we got to leave here by 940. The reason I told her 940 is because I was certain she wasn't gonna let us get out of the house till 950 or more. About 9.30, she goes, I have 15 minutes to get ready. 15, positive. I said, so 9.45, you're ready. I can have five to ten minutes to get ready, and then we can leave. (laughs) She says, yes. So 25 minutes into her 15 minutes, I realized it was not going well. Uh, And she's, you know, she's always got an excuse. There's always a fucking excuse. Oh, but this happened. I'm like, this is literally what happens every time. 
every single time something unexpected happens. How about we build some fucking buffer time in for the unexpected and you stop being so optimistic that we are going to leave at 15 minutes because it takes you 14 minutes and 57 seconds to get ready. We need more than three seconds buffer. So my trivial thing is her fucking optimism for thinking that she can get ready in the exact amount of time she thinks she needs to get ready when undoubtedly something is going to happen and then we're going to be late. You know who you know who gets fucked every time? Me. It's me. <laughs> it's like it's like damn, we have 30 minutes to get ready. I get 15, you get 15. What happens is she gets 27 and I get 3 and then I get yelled at because I'm not ready to go and I'm like, bitch, if you'd have just fucking, you know, backed it up and let me get my 15 minutes, like I'd be good, but here I am spending 3 minutes brushing my teeth and not doing any of the other things I wanted to do to get ready just so that we can skate by and kind of get there on time. To top it off, her shit wasn't even until 11.30. So we stressed out, got in this argument about leaving on time only to figure out that she didn't even have the right fucking time. And we actually showed up to the place 40 minutes early, sat in the car. So that's my trivial thing. We had a friend once that was that we if we had to do anything, Mm -hmm. we always told her that the time it was was like an hour earlier than it was supposed to i've done that several times with her um my trivial thing is also immediate family (laughs) and and it's not one person but it is all three of my children and it is hey daddy do you, you just do you have does that set you up and you just know what's coming it's just And you don't have to deal with this yet because, I don't know, is Eloise walking around and saying, hey, daddy? Yes. Okay, never mind. Um, But it's it's just – this makes me sound like an asshole, but, like, it just grinds on me. I mean it's just like I'll sit down on the couch and I'll, like, I'll be – I'll have done a bunch of shit, do the dishes, take out the trash, do you know, sit down and it's like, hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Or I'm in the middle of something and it's like I'm watching something. Hey, daddy. And then he tells – then one of them tells me some fact that I don't give a shit about. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I and, feel you. And, and and it has nothing to do with my love and care for my children. It has everything to do with selfishness <laughs> and feeling like let me just breathe for two minutes. It's just, I just feel like in my house from the moment I wake up to the moment my kids go to bed – like the words "Hey, Daddy" get said once every thirty-five seconds. It just feels that's the way it is. And then on top of that, you have "Hey, Daddy," "Hey, Daddy," "Hey, Daddy," "Hey, Daddy," "Hey, Babe." You know, it's just another one in there. Not as often, but it's those words. It's triggering to me. Yep. No, I feel you. Uh, she I'm kidding about she, triggering, by the way. She being Eloise, um, picks. Sometimes she only wants me to do things mm. and she'll, and then, Oh it, yeah, that's the thing that drives me crazy too. She only wants me to do something. She'll be like, daddy, daddy, daddy. And I'm like, Hey, go to mama. And she's like, no. And she pushes her away. And then other times it's the same thing. Mama. And I go, Hey, you want me to hold you? And she's like, no. So she picks. I'll, I'm a, I'll, I'll quickly go another related thing. Trivial thing is like, for instance, if I'm downstairs playing music a good chunk of the time I'm recording things. You know what I mean? So it really drives me crazy being interrupted while I'm recording something. But if I'm like playing 
guitar and, and recording things or writing things and I'm playing and all of a sudden I come, like, somebody comes down and like, Miles is blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, I am not the only parent in this house. Your mom is sitting in the living room. She's watching the office. You know, she's not actually like trying to record something, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like, why, why am I the one? Or, you, or established yourself as the authoritative. I figure. guess so. Or the same thing like on a Saturday or Sunday morning. Uh, if somebody gets woken up, no, not and not Saturdays. Even if it's three in the morning, if someone gets woken up because a kid puked or because of uh, whatever it is, it's always me. I'm always the one, and I'm just like, why is it me? I don't know when I set this precedent. You know, I I will say on that note, um, my wife does a good job of of balancing that. Like typically, it's me who gets the kid first because Eloise uh, having an ear infection shit. She's been waking up a lot in the middle of the night. So, I will say that out of the past two weeks, she's probably woken up eight to ten times, and like one of us has to go in there. I usually offer to be the first one or or I'm usually up. And sometimes I'm up. And that's the thing is I'm just bitching because I understand the no, press. The pre- I'm the thing. one who set the precedent. You know, I my wife does enough as a mom. So middle of the night shit, I'll take care of. Right. I'll br- I, uh, breaking up fights. I'll take care of it. You know, but like because of that stuff, it just sets a precedent. Yeah. And now I am the only one who. You know, and maybe this is just a dad thing. Maybe it's just something that I'm coming to terms with as someone who's 36 year old that this is just who, how dads are. This is why dads are always considered like the bad guy, you know, or, or the bad cop. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, we we go back and forth on good cop, bad cop. Like uh, we split that role. Sometimes she takes a stance on things that I'm like, no, that's true. I'm that- like, I'm like, back to fuck up. That's a bullshit little thing. Like, who cares about that? And she's like, I care about that. And I'm like, fair enough. Like, I shouldn't. I gotta. I gotta stop saying who cares about that because obviously she does yeah it does suck though when you have those moments where like your kid is like uh does something and then your wife says uh, reacts in a certain way and they're like well daddy already told me blah 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 yeah and that sucks i shut that shit down though so i don't do that i i I don't do that whole like uh if you got one answer from one parent that's the answer you go with don't you dare come for a different answer but i do get that classic dad shit a lot of times where like like one of the kids will come and ask me something and i'll be like i don't know ask mom like i already did and she told me to ask you (laughs) i'm like god damn it yeah yeah. why do i gotta be the why do i gotta be the one making the decision why don't you come to me first next time damn it (laughs) yeah all right cool well with that let's wrap it up uh episode 30 is in the books i think i need to figure out a way to change the screen on youtube Uh, like I, i changed it around episode 10 and now we're at 30. I feel like I need to change it again. I might have to lean on you to let me know if you want design something. I'll let you know, but then you won't do it. Oh, shut the fuck up. That's it. Episode maybe 30 is in the books. We need a new theme song too then maybe. We do, but first of all, I started doing one. I did like this like punk rock one. And I, I felt like I couldn't record it well enough. So Jacob Mooney was going to record it for me. And then I couldn't make it there to do it. You want to get together and do this shit? Yeah, let's do it. I got some other shit I want to record, some B-roll shit, some stuff that's uh, just for like Instagram TV and YouTube. So let's get together soon and do something outside of this podcast. Cool? Episode 30 is over. (laughs) All right. See you. Bye.